Hey love, thanks for tuning in today. Are you or someone you care about stuck in the struggles of divorce, feeling heartbroken, lonely, or simply lost in life? Well, have no fear, the Joyride Experience is here. A 16-week women's growth group to heal heartbreak and reclaim joy after divorce. Join this tight-knit community because you deserve to be seen, heard, and healed with other women who just get it. Joyride is complete with an all-inclusive transformational toolbox, including both one-to-one and group coaching sessions, weekly growth modules, workbooks, and custom integration practices to implement in your daily life. I'm on a mission to empower women to become relentless about choosing and using joy to design the life they truly desire. I saved a seat on the best life bus and it's time to snag a spot. Simply visit joyfullydivorce.com today to book a free joyride session and make sure it's a fit for you. We're enrolling now for the August through December 2022 session. All right, it's time to start this joy jam. Join me now. Hey friends, thanks for tuning in to Cup of Joy, the podcast. I'm your host, Heidi B. And on this show, we'll talk truth on tough topics to help you normalize and navigate the junk and invite you to choose epic joy on the daily. Because let's be honest, life gets to be a whole lot of both. We'll jam on beliefs, breakups, body image, and so much more to create breakthroughs and become the truest you. Like my mama B always says, put a smile on your face and joy in your heart. Let's start. Hey, hey, everybody. Welcome back to Cup of Joy, the podcast. Today is a solo jam, and it's actually a request from a listener out there who had done a bit of healing work with me and mentioned that what I'm about to share really shifted some things for them. And so they requested this episode to kind of recap the things that we had been talking about. And I realized that the work that I had done with this person was a couple of years ago. And since then, as we all do, I have evolved as a coach. I have evolved as a woman. I have evolved in so many different ways of my life that the principles that I was teaching before have actually become even more elevated than they were the first time that I taught them. And so I've reconstructed these principles in a sense um, just from my heart and wanted to share them out per this request today. So I just want to start by saying, you know, there's many different levels and layers of ourselves. And what I used to teach is kind of this idea of a super selfie. You know, we all kind of like take the selfies, position the camera at said angle and, um, just like get the best shot of ourselves. Right. Well, I really do believe that there is kind of this best shot of ourselves that I call the highest self. The highest self is when we can truly live in this unfiltered space, this unfiltered expression, just coming forward with all of our light and love and authenticity and actually the whole spectrum of emotions just being fully expressed um, in a healthy dynamic in relationship with ourselves and others. And that's really, to me, what living from the highest self is. And so I don't necessarily use the words super selfie as much anymore to describe kind of that version of you that you see in your future 
that you're consistently fueling and feeding on a daily basis from mind, body, soul, spirit to really use momentum and push yourself forward in the direction of the person you want to be and the life that you want to create for yourself. And so we used to call it the seven S's that your super selfie needs, the seven S's of super selfie. And I've shifted it just a tad into the verbiage, the seven segments of sacred self. So that's the angle we're going to take today. These are the seven segments of sacred self that I find myself returning to time after time when I feel kind of out of sorts. So I want you to imagine something of the nature of a pie chart, right? Of just like a, or, or just a pie itself. If you want to, if you prefer to visualize a yummy, warm apple pie, that's fine. The point is this round structure that can be cut into slices, even slices. And I know we're dealing with seven here and not six, but bear with me, you get the gist. Um, but imagine this pie or pie chart and slicing it into seven equal slices. And the pie is still whole, but it is evenly diced up into seven pieces. Now, these slices make up your wholeness, your highest self, this version of yourself that really allows you to live in your full passion, with your full purpose, in all that you are, in all that you were meant to be. And like I said, these pieces are equal, equal slices and equal contributors to what makes you uniquely you, uniquely beautifully you. And sometimes what happens is, we get so set in our ways and activate that autopilot that we forget to invite the various versions and segments of self to be fully seen, fully heard, and fully expressed. And when we don't allow them and the energy that they deserve to really come in, then we start feeling a bit funked up, a little bit funked up, tripped up, just off, not fully living in that highest self. So our goal is to act kind of like a detective and figure out, use the clues of our body, those sensations to figure out which segment of this sacred self serves us in each moment. Because sometimes you need to just take a slice of a little bit of each piece of the pie. And sometimes you need to take a piece of one slice of the pie, depending on which moment in your life you're navigating. So whichever one you need to support you in those moments of change, how you give attention and life force to each one of them. And on a frequent basis, really giving them attention on a frequent basis. So you can feel whole healing, healthy, and happy. So we're going to break down the seven segments of sacred self, what each one allows and invites, and some of the ways that I have helped each one of those sacred selves have their moment. When I'm feeling out of it, really checking in with each one and seeing like which one is asking for some energy and some attention here. So let's start with naming all of them. And you can jot them down if it's helpful, but they are slow, structured, 
sexy, silly, stretch, sweet, and surrendered. And those are the seven segments of sacred self that we're going to tap into right now. So let's start with the first one. This first one is slow self. And the slow self allows and invites this sense of silence, stillness, presence. It's kind of this commitment to all of the senses. If we slow down enough, we can really use our sense of smell, a heightened sense of taste, a heightened sense of touch, a heightened sense of sound. We can listen better. Slowness also allows us to listen to our intuition better. So this commitment to our senses and using the body to get to the truth. So often we are so overwhelmed and so stressed, and that's because we're moving too quickly and our systems are begging us to slow down. If ever you're finding yourself stressed and overwhelmed, invite a sense of slow self into the picture. And so we lean into slow self by, I like to lean into slow self by using breath work. And if you haven't experienced breath work yet, schedule a session with me. I'd love to take you through it through breath work or taking a breath break. If you don't understand fully the depths of breath work and its healing powers, just think about slowing down and taking three deep breaths in through the nose, out through the mouth, and just notice yourself begin to slow down. Okay, let's quick 20 second timeout to talk about an amazing free resource for you or someone you know who's feeling sick and tired of crying on the bathroom floor drained from divorce. I get it. I stayed stuck in the struggle bus for far too long because I didn't know what to do next. It's time to get up off that bathroom floor and hit the reboot button to start moving forward. Simply share or visit joyfullydivorce.com today to download the free what now workbook. It's a blueprint that outlines the six simple steps to starting fresh. I've taken the guesswork out of what's next because we all deserve to design the life we truly desire. Now let's get back to the show. Slow down the pace of your speech. Slow down the pace of your thoughts. Slow down the pace of your movement. If you're walking or moving, just slowing down everything. We can lean into slow self through meditation or prayer. I like to walk silently in nature. When I'm noticing myself moving too quickly, I lean into the slow self by taking the earbuds out. I don't fill it with more noise. I walk silently in nature. Sometimes I get a blanket or a sheet and put it down in the backyard on the grass and just look up into the sky slowly. There's been moments where it may sound silly, but I just stare at a wall. Try it sometime. Stare at a wall and just notice how things begin to slow down and you'll notice things about yourself you didn't know before. Sometimes I just need to hug myself, hold myself, or put my feet planted 
in the ground, anchor my feet into the ground. And sometimes I need to just journal with no time frame specifically, just writing out my thoughts slowly, methodically. So that's slow self. If you haven't seen slow self in a while and you're feeling a bit funked up, overwhelmed, or stressed, this is an invitation to lean into your slow self. Now, the second one is structured self. Structured self really allows and invites the solution seeker, the step-by-step, the planner. And really what the structured self is doing is really trying to problem solve and create certainty by mapping things out. I lean into structured self, this more masculine part of me, when I create that plan, really map out a game plan. Sometimes I use sticky notes. Sometimes I color it out or Sometimes I create a chart or a calendar or a spreadsheet. Sometimes I slow down and create a vision board or recreate it or spend time with it, with that vision board. One of the biggest parts of structured self has been creating a self-certainty routine, a morning routine that I can rely on and rely on myself on for structure. It creates a sense of certainty and trust within self when we have some sort of structure, we can rely on ourselves. And a part of that routine, uh, which I do every morning is called P3. It's three priorities that I write down on a sticky note that I choose to complete each day. And it can be anything, but it's part of that structured process where at the end of the day, I write down my P3, three priorities that I am committed to seeing through. And when I finish all three of them, I crinkle up the sticky note and I drop it in the recycle bin. And I always have an intention to back up everything that I'm doing with structured self. So if you find yourself feeling like you have no clue where you are, where you're going, you have zero clarity, and you're just kind of wobbling through life and it doesn't feel good, lean into some practices for structured self. Now, number three is sexy self. Sexy self allows and invites in feminine energy, queen energy, powerful confidence, passion, pleasure, and maybe even a little bit of sassiness at times. We can lean into sexy self. The way that I do it is with certain clothing. You know, I find those pieces of clothing, whether they're for daytime wear, going out somewhere or nighttime wear, you know what I mean? Um, Use that through clothing or accessories. Those are days where I pull out my really fun earrings, makeup, bright red lipstick, my power sexy shade. Sometimes I listen to music that brings out that sass or exotic exploration within myself. I create different pleasure practices for myself and, or perhaps my partner to create deeper connection and intimacy. 
Or maybe I treat myself out on a date with myself or someone else and order a sexy little martini at a cocktail lounge. Sexy self is flirty and fun and it gets to be really just evoking those parts of you that thrive in pleasure and passion and feminine energy. So if you're finding yourself feeling just a little bit off, ask yourself, when's the last time that you checked in with sexy self and entertain that idea of sexy self. It's okay to feel awkward because we haven't maybe practiced sexy self in a while, but she's just waiting for a moment for you to give her some attention. And then another layer of that, of ourselves, is number four, silly self. Silly self really allows and invites carefree, playfulness, laughter. It doesn't have to make sense of anything. It's not afraid of the judgment or what other people are thinking. It's only intention is just to create that sense of silly. I lean into silly self with play. Play is really engaging in activities for pure enjoyment and recreation rather than being serious or practical. Play doesn't have to have a purpose. In fact, play doesn't. Play is just the purpose of, of being in enjoyment. So I get into silly self by detaching from all the social norms and judgment with the intention of laughter. I create silly self with myself and with others. Either maybe I'm going to go blow some bubbles or throw some water balloons or play dress up even when it's not Halloween or make silly faces in the mirror in the morning. Maybe I'm going to watch a comedy or go to a comedy show. Maybe I'm going to look up a Laffy Taffy joke or go buy myself a jar of Laffy Taffies and read the jokes out loud. Silly self is unapologetic for just allowing yourself to not be so serious. So if you're feeling yourself kind of in the pains of being so serious all the time, maybe silly self needs a chance today. Number five is stretch self. Stretch self allows and invites pushing the edges, stretching your extremities and stepping into this version of you that is courageous. Courageous to try new things, do life differently. Stretch self acknowledges that resistance is there and sees it as an opportunity for growth. Stretch self stays curious and open. It's kind of has this voice of, hmm, I wonder what's possible on the other side of this resistance. So I lean into stretch self by sometimes just creating a bucket list or a local bucket list. It doesn't have to be going to Africa. It can be actually getting tickets to that comedy club or maybe actually going to an open mic night if that's something that gives me interest or doing something that intimidates or scares you but is actually really safe. Maybe it's actually taking yourself on that sexy date for the first time ever or going to see a movie by yourself for the first time ever. Or joining a meetup group because you haven't had the types of deep, meaningful friendships and relationships because you haven't put yourself out there. Stretch self is signing up for that free boxing class or that new 
um, class at the gym, maybe doing Zumba for the first time when usually your go-to is, is the weight room or, or cardio session on the treadmill, doing something a little bit different to stretch and grow yourself. The reason why stretch self is so important is because we have to build proof that we're okay that will survive if we do something that we're a little intimidated or scared by. We need to build that proof. So if you haven't leaned into a little bit of something that intimidates or scares you, it's time to step into that most courageous version of you and allow the stretch self to have a few moments of your time. Now, There's a lot of times where we're really, really hard on ourselves. And that noisy narrative is nonstop in our brain, blaming, shaming, guilting, all these crazy unhealthy strategies that our brain tries to build up to hold us hostage and to self-sabotage. And this is when we notice those things and we invite in sweet self. Sweet self allows and invites in compassion nurturing, offering up more love, patience, grace, and space. It's sweet self is that soft mothering that we can give to ourselves and others. Now, I lean into sweet self by asking the questions, what do I need most right now? What would the kindest, most compassionate version of me do right now? Maybe she would get that warm cup of hot cocoa for myself, wrap myself up in a warm blanket, cuddle up and nurture myself. Maybe my sweet self would just say really kind, nice things and replace the noisy judging narrative with sweet things that I might say to a loved one or best friend. I often need this when I find myself getting so judgy, being hard on myself, thinking that I'm not far enough or that I'm behind in something, thinking that I have so far to go and I'm never going to make it up this uphill battle, wanting to blame myself or others. That's when I know it's time for a dose of sweet self to surface. And sometimes it really helps if I picture my five-year-old self, my inner child the little version of me coming and seeking support and advice because she just doesn't feel so good about herself. Sometimes that noisy narrative is no different. It's actually kind of worse than what a bully would say to us. We're doing it to ourselves. So be kind to yourself and invite in a little bit more of sweet self this week. And the last one here, The last segment of self is surrendered self. Surrendered self allows in the belief that this is happening for me in perfect timing. Surrendered self holds the vision and releasing the timeline and the how. So often we just want to like set that goal through structured self, but then we're not willing to surrender. And so we're just like, it's not working. It's not working. It's not working. I see, I, I, I had all the game plan and I mapped it all out and I said what I wanted, but then we forget that surrendered self is part of the pie. Surrendered self, once again, holds the vision of what you desire 
but allows you to relax your shoulders, soften your heart, be patient because it doesn't have to happen fast and you're not in control of that. So continue holding the vision, release the timeline and release how it's going to happen. You're not in charge of that either. Surrendered self is just really putting both arms out. Arms open, open as wide as you can. Do that right now. Oof, that's really nice and expansive. I'm doing it. Open those arms out and be so open to what's right here, right now. Allowing yourself to be in the present moment, holding strong to the trust that this is all a part of your path. Even the crappy stuff, it's all part of our path. And especially during those moments that feel really hard, it's time to surrender in because maybe we don't see it and we don't have to see it or understand why it's all happening and unfolding around us right now, the way that it is. But surrendered self goes, I know this is for my growth. I know this is for my highest good. And I know that this is a part of living my most aligned and alive life. We lean into surrendered self by choosing when, when our brain wants you to focus on feeling hopeless, hopeless, you don't want less. You want to feel full, right? Full from head to toe, full of joy, full of peace. So we surrender. We realize we aren't in control of anything except for how we respond. And when we respond using surrender, we get to shift from a low, hopeless vibration into a high, hopeful vibration. Treating yourself to trust that the universe has your best interest at hand. And you'll keep partnering by preserving your highest self vision and all that energy backing it up, fueling it. So these are the seven segments of sacred self. And I invite you to really step in and honor these versions of you, these parts of you, these pieces of you, these segments of your sacred self, anytime that you're feeling in that funk or out of alignment, out of your truest, most authentic self, go through each one of these segments and ask yourself what parts you haven't given energy to in a while. You haven't given attention to. It's their turn. It's their turn to do some of the heavy lifting. It's their turn to help you lighten the load. So once again, we're going to check in with slow self, structured self, sexy self, silly self, stretch self, sweet self, and surrendered self. I hope this has been helpful. I would love to hear your experience navigating these segments of sacred self. Go ahead and leave comments, DM me. I'd love to spend more time understanding how you're putting these to good use. And if you love this episode, please, please share it out on your socials with a friend, loved one, or your community. Have a beautiful, beautiful day. Go out into the world, shine your light bright, and love yourself healthy. 
Thanks so much for tuning in. If you love what you heard, please take a quick second to screenshot this episode and share it with someone that you know would love it. Connecting with you brings sunshine to my soul. So let's continue the conversation on Instagram at joyfullybe. Drop me a message, question, or share your own junk to joy story with me. Remember that joy is contagious. You can help me spread it by leaving a little buzz, aka a review, on Apple Podcast. To learn more about Cup of Joy the Podcast and my soulful services, visit cupofjoythepodcast.com. Chat soon!